Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. An organization known as Safeguard Defenders, they issued a report on Michael Spavor and Kovrig and what they're facing in China's justice system. Safeguard Defenders is an international authority on the Chinese justice system, and they were formed to investigate this justice system of China from inside the country, where one of its founders, Peter Dahlin, a Swedish human rights activist, was among Safeguard Defenders who either disappeared from or were arrested, charged, and imprisoned in China. Laura Harth joins us from Italy. Ms. Harth is... Um, campaign director for Safeguard Defenders, and her focus is on the rule of law, particularly in China. Ms. Hart, thank you very much for, for the time. And uh, what do you make? First of all, can I get you to give share your thoughts on what's happening to Michael Spavor and Kovrig? Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Roy, first of all, for having, having me, having us, uh, hosting Safeguard Defenders on this story. And if I may, also my really my sincerest um, say closeness to the family and the friends of Michael Savor and Kovrig for what they're going through for over two years uh, now, which obviously highlights what is, what is happening also in the West um, with regards to China. And I, I've heard previously the highlights you made on the sanctions being issued against European officials, UK officials, Canadian and US officials, um, which makes it clear that this is a global story and this is potentially affecting us all. Um, all those people that want to stand up for human rights and the rule of law. Obviously, Michael Savor and Michael Kovrig have become kind of uh, collateral damage in this whole story. They've been really held um, hostage as is also clear from the declaration that Canada made and it was supported by 57 other countries in the past month in, in regards to, to hostage diplomacy, um, and which I have to say it's a horrendous story. So when we talk about Michael Savar and, and, and Michael Kovrig in, in these months, obviously it's impossible not to talk about what's been happening with the extradition request from the U.S. on Meng Wanzhou, executive from Huawei, and the clear repercussion that China has wanted to inflict on Canada in detaining immediately, um, I can say initially illegally under the RSBL system, Michael Kovrig and Michael Spavar. Yeah, Ms. Hart, let me, let me ask you this. Is what's happening to Michael Kovrig and Michael Spavor, is that typical of what goes on within the justice system of China, given the circumstances that are underway at the moment? Well, obviously, it, it concerns two Western citizens, so it, it, it's not typically. Um, it has been happening, unfortunately, more frequently, and I personally, and I think many organizations on human rights are afraid that this might happen more frequently to Western citizens within China in a way of hostage diplomacy. But it is definitely very um, indicative of what the justice system in China is like. It's a justice system that is completely at the service of the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, we recently re released a report, um, presumed guilty, on the justice system in China, which speaks very clearly. We were talking about convictions numbers that go up to 99.6%. 
of people that are convicted, that are retained guilty after a judicial process in China, which is very clear, very indicative of a total absence of any fair trial standards, of human rights standards, of anything that is a due process under the rule of law that in Western countries is retained. Um, so what do you so think, what, what, sense, Laura, yes. what, what is your expectation of what the fate of uh, the two Michaels is going to be? We know where they are within the justice system, at least we're understanding, starting to understand what the pathway is through the justice system in, Canada, in, the, in China, but what is their fate likely to be going forward? I think as many internationalists, we expect, as was clear also from the fact that no verdict was issued after these um, summary trials, we can say, um, untransparent trials, that they will await what is the fate of Meng Wanzhou in uh, Canada to make a determination. So obviously we all hope that uh, both Michael can soon return home, but again, this is a diplomatic game, this is not a judicial game, um, and definitely there can be no due process in China, so we are obviously all hoping that once a verdict is reached in the Meng Wanzhou case, that China will issue its verdict, and maybe afterwards we'll reach a diplomatic solution regarding to Michael. Does international pressure motivate China to change its actions? Well, that's not what we've seen recently. I mean, I think all of us have been quite... If you had, had told me on Monday morning last week that following the sanctions of the European Union, the UK, Canada, the US against four individuals in, the, in, in China, um, let's also say minor sanctions, honestly, um, there would have been this backlash, this reaction from China. I would have not believed it. So we are seeing a certain escalation in reactions from within China. They've been very clear also in their declarations in, uh, from various embassies this week. They've been convened in various European jurisdictions this week, um, also in the Italian parliament, which I've been following very closely. And definitely we are seeing an escalation. This is not what we expected. So there is an es escalation. Um, in, in, in this sense, so what what is to be expected is, is, is gotten a bit more difficult, I think, uh, after this last week. And I think especially we've seen that some jurisdictions, the UK, the US, have responded quite um, forcefully with strength, but others have not done so much. Um, and we've also seen how outlets, propaganda outlets from the Chinese Communist Party as their global times, have reacted to this week's statements, in particular with regard to the European Union. Right. So there is definitely still a connection, clearly, and we know this, between the Meng Wanzhou case and the two Michaels. But if if uh, Meng Wanzhou is released, if an agreement is reached in involving the United States and Canada, and she's returned to China, and I have about a minute for your answer, do you, uh, is it your sense that China, maybe not immediately, but uh, within a reasonable period, within a matter of weeks or maybe a matter of a few months, would be likely to release Michael Skorbrig and Spavor? Well, if Canada would decide to release Meng Wanzhou, maybe. The, I, I think the question we really need to ask ourselves is how we are to affirm the rule of law 
how we are to affirm human rights and whether we are willing to make those steps towards China to cave in. I don't think caving in over the past years has proven effectively. And okay. I think the European Union, that is um, a good example. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.